they're still very very early in their journey in terms of uh, how to digitize their operations or how to automate parts of their operations right um, and and it, and it's not just in in the in the conventional industries even in the tech enabled and tech driven uh, organizations right i, I think a, you know media chunk of all the hiring actually is towards back end and front end development which is very very uh, sort of uh, you know conventional roles uh, that we have seen uh, over years hi wherever you're listening to us i hope you're staying safe and doing well Welcome to Forbes India's The Daily Tech Conversation. I'm Hariyarakli and my guest today is Vishwastham Shukla or Vishi as everyone calls him. Vishi is Chief Technology Officer at Hacker Earth, a Bangalore and Silicon Valley company that offers a tech platform for developers and companies to find each other. Hacker Earth started out as a software tool to help developers prepare for interviews. It was the brainchild of a bunch of IIT Roorkee engineers back in 2012-2013. Today it has a developer community of over 6 million developers and some of the world's largest companies as customers using its platform to identify, assess, interview, recruit and retain developers using Hacker Earth's products for everything from coding interviews to internal hackathons. In today's conversation, Vishi discusses Hacker Earth's latest state of developer recruitment report and how it's a candidate's market out there right now, what might happen to diversity in the short term. and what companies are doing with tech to hire techies here's more from our conversation okay uh, vishi uh, welcome to this podcast thank you so much for making time for this uh, also let's get a little bit of uh, uh, the context of uh, this specific conversation uh, one is of course uh, you have a new report and I- i'll come to that and more broadly i guess uh, a lot of interesting things are happening in the way Uh, people are working uh, and people are even approaching uh, their jobs you know this whole phenomenon of the great resignation in the us uh, i would imagine hacker earth is pretty relevant to companies over there uh, connecting developers here with companies there and so on tell us a little bit about uh, what what happened during the first 6 months of the covid pandemic when it comes to hiring developers and software roles and uh, also uh, what is happening now in the last 6 months uh, this year Sure, Hari. Uh, first of all, thanks a lot for talking to us. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, talking to you. You you've actually drawn the the line very very precisely, and and I'm sure you've thought about it yourself a lot. Uh, so you're right. Actually, uh, six months is a very good timeline to sort of uh, split uh, this entire uh, last two years. I would say. Uh, I think what has happened is uh, when the pandemic hit us, uh, and and we were sort of. Uh, you know kind of uh, running for cover of sorts uh, and and nobody had any clue in terms of uh, you know what is in store for uh, for us in terms of business in terms of industries uh, you know uh, what is the economic outlook etc cetera, etc cetera, how how are things going to be impacted i think that is when a lot of businesses uh, you know took uh, you know took a took a drastic uh, took a, took a few drastic measures i would say and and sort of stopped the hiring uh, processes uh you know significantly right uh, there was hiring freeze there were uh, of all sorts there were pay cuts uh, you know uh, across the industry there were different kinds of impacts and i think um, it was almost like a doomsday scenario as far as the employment scene was concerned right uh, but as the as the cloud uh, sort of clouds around this entire um, you know the pandemic actually cleared and we saw uh, rays of hope in terms of vaccines uh, being rolled out uh, and and close to to 
all the all you know the entire medical community i would say um i think post about uh, four to five months or let's say six months i think when we started seeing some some rays of hope that is when people realized that hey uh, everything is not as bad as it uh, uh, as it seemed initially and and maybe it was a black swan event and we reacted in a very very uh, you know uh drastic manner but i think post that reaction what we saw was a very calculated and measured response from the entire ecosystem and and especially from the tech industry uh, we started realizing that you know most of the businesses which were either tech driven or tech enabled uh, were seeing faster recovery they were seeing lesser impact and hence uh, you know those businesses actually got up on their feet very quickly and we saw hiring pick up for those guys first uh post that you know others uh in in maybe uh you know more conventional industries uh we saw the adoption of tech actually being fast tracked uh by you know by years i would say right what what used to happen in 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 the name of digitization and and automation that entire journey which organizations used to take years to cover was possibly fast tracked and and you know covered in in a matter of you know few quarters i'd say right so since that point on uh, we've seen a great resurgence of sorts and and hiring has picked up like crazy and and you'd know uh, you know being part of the ecosystem you'd know how how the hiring scene currently is we we're seeing you know big numbers uh, being you know being put out by all kinds of uh, all sizes and shapes of, of companies really i mean whether it is uh, you know a one year old startup or, or a unicorn or or for that matter an enterprise right everybody is hiring in big numbers and uh, somehow you know when i look back at it it seems like uh, this this has been a sort of blessing in disguise uh for for, for uh, businesses like ours right where we are seeing so much hiring uh, happen in the last i think uh, in in the last quarter itself we we did our best ever quarter uh, the numbers that we are looking at um, you know are absolutely uh, you know uh, crazy so yeah i think that's how the scene has changed in the last few quarters hmm. yeah so let's get into that a little bit uh, you have the latest version of your uh, Uh, annual uh, state of the developer recruiting uh, report and i'd imagine you've been doing this for some years uh, yes. what what are the uh, top takeaways from this report right so i think uh, you know the kind of questionnaire that we put out every every year uh, you know is is more or less uh, on the similar lines what we try and assess uh, you know uh, through the these surveys is uh, where we are in terms of the overall industry sentiment what are the processes what are the tools that people are using what are the roles that they are hiring for what are some of the uh, popular technologies that uh, or or the skill sets that they are looking for right so though that's kind of the the background with which you know we we start these surveys and obviously every year we have uh, some element which is kind of new so in this case i think the the backdrop of of this entire pandemic a uh, global pandemic is is kind of very very important right and we wanted to understand how that has impacted uh, you know the overall uh, hiring scene so i i think uh, most of our assumptions around what we were seeing internally right and through our customers has been proven right uh, you know when when we looked at the survey and this is a fairly exhaustive survey in terms of the number of participants uh, and and you know just the sheer geographic uh, diversity that we get in our responses right um some of the key findings if i may i think uh, one one thing was very clear uh, because of this remote work 
right? Uh, what has happened is it has forced different stakeholders in the hiring space to actually uh, move away from, uh, you know, verbal contracts in terms of their understanding of roles and, and the skill set requires for those roles and things like that, right? So imagine a hiring manager, uh, you know, telling telling a talent acquisition team partner or, a, or an HR partner that, hey, this is the kind of person that I'm looking for, or this is the set of skills that I'm looking for. Typically, those conversations used to happen very verbally, probably in person most of the times, right? And it was easier for these folks to kind of collaborate because, you know, people have been forced to go remote. A lot of these interactions uh, have been, uh, you know, impacted. And this is where we, we see that these contracts or these handshakes that are happening are happening in, in much more concrete terms, right? So I think that uh, probably for me is, is a very, very solid development that I could see, uh, see in, in this uh, survey. And, and I think that is coming out in the way, you know, how the alignment between uh, HRs and engineering teams has kind of increased through the use of technology, right? So that's one. Uh, I think in terms of, uh, you know, uh, overall culture, I think that also has uh, seen some sort of a shift in terms of how people value culture, because now what is happening is, especially in this market where, where it's an out and out candidates market, right, where you have, um, you know, just this year, you have close to 40 different unicorns coming out of just India, right? Uh, plus, you have, you know, all the uh, big tech companies uh, also hiring in big numbers, right? What is happening is, the only differentiator that that uh, organizations most organizations have is in terms of culture right so i think uh, that is something that a lot of organizations are continuing to sort of invest in and are trying to figure out uh, because because culture is not a very uh, easy easy problem to solve right and and a lot of times uh, you know a lot of fast growing organizations especially actually struggle with this so i think that is one theme that that we uh, saw coming out through the survey in terms of how organizations are pushing towards developing a certain sort of a company culture right uh, so that would be the second in terms of uh, employee engagement i think that's another key theme uh, especially because of this entire remote work and and work from home uh, scenario right i think employee engagement has become a very key factor uh, in terms of how uh, effective uh, or how effectively organizations have been able to uh, to sort of uh, sustain themselves in this entire period, right? So I think from that perspective, uh, we, we've had a couple of findings in terms of what is keeping all the employees engaged when they are working remotely, right? Whether it is, uh, you know, knowledge transfer sessions or you're talking in terms of webinars or you're talking in terms of hackathons, which I mentioned earlier, right? I think uh, some of those are are probably the top findings for me uh, from the survey. Okay, uh, one of the things that I uh, saw quick glance through the report on your website, uh, you talk about uh, backend developers being in demand. What is the inference that uh, one should draw from that in terms of what that tells you about? how companies are going to adopt technology in the coming months and years? So the takeaway for me uh, from this point is that, uh, you know, a lot of these organizations which are hiring software developers uh, are still sort of figuring out the nuts and bolts. They are still very, very early in their journey in terms of uh, how to digitize their operations or how to automate parts of their operations. 
right um, and and it, and it's not just in in the in the conventional industries even in the tech enabled and tech driven uh, organizations right i, I think you know maybe a chunk of all the hiring actually is towards backend and front end development which is very very uh, sort of uh, you know conventional roles uh, that we have seen uh, over years right so that's i think uh, the takeaway from there and then of course uh, you do see uh, other sort of roles coming in whether it is uh, you know data science or ai and ml uh, related roles etc okay in your uh, study leading up to this report uh, what came across as the top best practices in the way companies are recruiting for developers and also what might have been the big changes or what are the ongoing big changes uh, in the way these practices are being adopted by using technology sure so i think two key key trends that uh, you know that uh, you could sort of uh, look at when when you're going through this survey right uh, which sort of stood out for me one was uh, related to the entire uh, you know standardization theme right uh, so when people are hiring in numbers when organizations are hiring in big numbers hundreds of engineers let's say right uh, uh, some of the it services companies actually are hiring in thousands right uh, obviously their their size is bigger and they are delivering bigger projects and what not i think what happens is uh, you're constantly looking to sort of benchmark your entire process you you're looking to benchmark your candidates vis-a-vis other candidates you are you're looking to benchmark not just your candidates but you're looking to benchmark your candidates uh, uh, against some of the other peers in the industry right so i think everybody seems to be whether it is the hiring managers or the hrs uh, right right uh everybody seems to be very gung-ho about this and this entire standardization uh theme and that is where i think technology plays a key role right uh, when i talk about technical assessments i think that kind of uh you know drives that point home right the adoption of technology uh, uh you know uh, tech assessments uh, is essentially ensuring that you have that standardized process you are kind of ironing out any kind of biases that might creep in uh, knowingly or unknowingly at times right through uh, within your hiring pipe and your hiring funnel right so you kind of uh, forcing technology to take care of of uh, any sort of deviations from uh, what you would call as the standard evaluation uh, mechanism for your for your candidate so i think standardization was one key theme obviously when we started you know doing an, an uh, assessments and when we uh, we reach out to our, our customers uh, our thought was that hey we are going to actually save you time and money uh, right because because we are automating a lot of this screening uh, that you do um, by doing telephone uh, interviews and or even in person interviews we can take care of all of that by giving you tech assessments and and which you can roll out amongst your candidates but um, guess what we were surprised by the kind of attraction uh, by the kind of response that we got so it's not just about saving time and money but organizations see standardization as one of the big key benefits that these tools are driving for them so i think that is one thing 
um the second if i may is is probably around the sourcing i think that is one uh, you know uh, area where we would see a tectonic shift in the coming years we we have already start seeing is uh, seeing this because we are part of that industry and we can see how uh, talent sourcing is working now and how that shift is happening but it will become more and more evident and i think that entire um, you know sourcing scene will probably drastically uh, you know change in in the coming years and and the reason for that is so far uh, recruiters were actually using uh, you know uh, some uh, skill signals from resumes or skill signals from from probably your university degrees and what not right but if you look at the survey uh, university degrees are probably uh, at the bottom half of of what the recruiters are actually using in terms of uh, skill signals today right so so the reason for that is very simple today organizations actually do not care about which university or which um, you know college you actually uh, got your degrees from right i think that is one major change uh, that is going to happen um, we uh, you know through the technology uh, you know companies like us or or others who are there out out in this space uh, you know imagine having uh, you know that big developer community which you can immediately tap into and just hire from purely basis you know uh, uh, the proof of skill right uh, and i think that's a very very strong enabler and a very objective way of hiring uh and i think sourcing uh based on skills based on proof of work is probably going to uh, take over uh, and 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 sourcing based on pedigree and 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 uh, your universities and colleges is probably going to take a back seat i think that's one shift that we will clearly see in the industry mm-hmm. and and what are companies in india thinking about uh, gig workers i know in in the west it's probably much more prevalent uh i guess which accelerated during covid covid and beyond covid uh, what are companies in india thinking about gig workers and what will that mean for the number of gig workers in the next 3 to 5 years yeah so if you talk about the tech industry in india i think gig workers have have so far been sort of uh treated as second class citizens right for the lack of better word and and the reason for that is purely cultural i think right uh, we've uh, we've always sort of uh, you know given a, a higher weightage and 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 a better treatment to our full time employees than our uh, consultants or gig workers and and i think uh, part of the reason like i said is cultural and in the us it's probably uh, the, the the especially the west coast is slightly uh, ahead in the curve i'd say right whereas we are kind of catching up on that and and pandemic and and this entire remote uh, work scene is probably going to again help us catch up and probably leapfrog uh, in in the coming days so i i don't think it's there yet but but gig workers uh, will get more and more prominent uh, there are um, employees who would uh, probably work on multiple projects across organizations um, and and that's you know i don't see how organizations will be able to stop that uh, from happening for too long honestly mm. i think another point that you highlighted uh, out of your report is that uh, diversity might be given short shrift uh, is that bad news for women engineers well uh, so if you if you pick on just that point then maybe yes 
but I say uh, I'd say that there are actually both positives and and negatives out of this entire scenario because of the pandemic. Like I said, hiring has picked up so much pace uh, that people are actually uh, you know uh, sort of not worried too much about. Uh, you know whether they are meeting their high, uh, you know, diversity quota or or things like that. Uh, they just want to hire uh, the right set of skills, and they want to hire, uh, you know, at at the fastest pace possible. So yes, diversity might be taking a backseat there. But having said that, uh, you know, I think this entire remote work and pandemic will also uh, ensure. Uh, that there is greater participation from women folks, especially, right? Uh, they they will get the flexibility of being able to work from home and and be with their families and 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 still be able to sort of uh, you know carry out the responsibilities of both the words. And I think they do it uh, you know much much better than men, honestly, right? So so I think uh, this this also is an opportunity of sorts uh, where where a lot of women can actually continue to work despite uh, all the responsibilities that uh, they might have elsewhere. Hmm. I guess it's uh, widely accepted uh, that women bore the brunt of the COVID pandemic and even in terms of uh, women being forced to uh, leave good jobs because there were demands in terms of having to take care of their family and they were seen as the ones to do that. Uh, and, and I get that uh, your report focuses on uh, uh, recruiting ten- trends uh, and so on, but was there anything in your report or during your survey uh, that suggested that women may be coming back or is anything helping them to come back or are there still factors that are coming in their way? Right. So I, I don't think we have a specific point uh, towards uh, that uh, in, in our survey itself, but purely from experience, I can tell you, you know, uh, just in my team and, and in my friend circles, I can tell you what is happening is, um, uh, you know, people who want to get married, right? People who want to plan families, right? All of these areas, uh, you would see uh, women sort of shouldering, uh, you know, the responsibilities much, much more, uh, you know, as compared to to the to the male uh, counterparts. And I think uh, this entire remote work has actually helped them in a way to kind of, uh, you know, to, to, to carry out both sets of responsibilities. So I'm, a, I'm in a, uh, you know, uh, on the side of, uh, believing that uh, this will actually turn out to be for for good uh, for the women. Mm. What are you seeing uh, from the companies which have the best recruiting cultures and best practices on how on what kind of uh, uh, tech-enabled practices they're uh, adopting to encourage uh, women to apply and compete for jobs that are seen as demanding but are also definitely rewarding? And uh, I just want to kind of uh, add this standard question these days about whether AI can play a role. Sure, sure. So I think um, when it comes to hiring women, uh, I think what is happening is uh, organizations are realizing that uh, diversity and inclusion is not just about meeting certain quota or meeting their numbers, right? I think what uh, good organizations have realized is that inclusion and diversity can actually propel your growth. Uh, propel the growth of organization very very truly and it adds to the character of the organization right and and there is some amount of perhaps non tangible value that uh, these organizations are able to realize and i am saying non tangible because you can't really put it out in terms of revenue or profits or bottom line or top line but but uh, you know 
the organizations uh, which are kind of taking the lead in this space clearly see that their culture uh, their efficiencies um, and and their their way of of uh, tackling problems and problem solving is is much much better if if they actually hire diverse candidates and it's not just about the gender i think it's also to do with uh, hiring people from varied very varied backgrounds i'd say right so i think uh, that there is a fundamental sort of shift Uh, that that i see happening right so it's not just a lip service or it's not just uh, to do with uh, you know uh, you know meeting certain uh, compliance needs uh, so to say right so that's one i think um, technology like i mentioned is is enabling that and helping uh, organizations which truly want to solve this diversity problem right uh, in in a big manner uh, so you could you know with a click of the button right Uh, on a platform like hacker earth and i'm talking about hacker earth because uh, that's the platform i know the best i'm sure others do that as well but literally at a click of a button uh, your entire hiring funnel uh, gets anonymized right and that's a very powerful tool right uh, that just shows uh, you know that neither your recruiters nor your hiring managers nor your interviewers nobody knows anything about the candidates other than the fact as to how they perform uh, on their skills on the skills that you need them for right so i think that's that's the kind of uh, stuff uh, you know that technology uh, can do for you um, and and uh, you know jeff uh, i'm i come from amazon so i followed a lot of what uh, jeff bezos used to say and do so one of the things that he used to say um, is is uh, about uh, intent and he his his code is like good intentions don't work and and uh, this is actually you know this uh, applies directly to this uh, you know problem as well so a lot of organizations might have very good intent in terms of trying to hire di- from diverse backgrounds uh, but do those good intentions actually materialize maybe maybe not right and that's where i think technology helps in, in actually implementing uh, and taking that uh, good intent to fruition Mm. Okay, let's uh, wrap up by bringing it back to Hacker Earth. Uh, at uh, at Hacker Earth, what are your uh, next big priorities? What are you planning next? Yeah, so I think I'd say uh, we are looking as uh, at ourselves as somebody who's who has a role to play in the entire employee life cycle, right? When it comes to uh, the skills side of things. So, for instance, when we're trying to you know uh, when organizations try to hire uh, you could actually source candidate from hacker earth community right and once you've sourced them you could actually assess them on the hacker earth platform using hacker earth assessments and then once you've assessed them and shortlisted some of your top candidates you could actually interview using face code right and once you've interviewed them and actually hired them right um, the next step would be how do you actually keep them engaged right so you use our hackathons to kind of keep your employees uh, motivated and engaged and act- uh, drive innovation internally within the organization you may also want to have uh, some sort of upskilling programs or el- learning and development programs uh, for your uh, developers within the organization and again for that uh, you know there are customers who use hacker earth for lnd needs as well so if you see this is the entire life cycle that we want to kind of uh you know capture uh as far as this skills part of uh you know this entire gamut is concerned uh, and and we see ourselves kind of going deeper into all of these aspects whether it is sourcing uh, assessments uh, or or your interviews or your upskilling or your 
innovation and hackathon space right we'll continue to grow deeper in all these spaces and obviously when we go deeper there will be opportunities adjacencies there will be uh, opportunities to spawn uh, something new and we'll uh, take them as they come excellent uh, vishy uh, very interesting conversation thank you so much for making time for this i definitely hope to keep the conversation going likewise likewise are it was great talking to you thank you so much for this that was vishy shukla cto at hacker earth that's it for this conversation you can find all our podcasts at forbesindia.com and your favorite podcast apps i'm hari arkli thank you for listening